0: Hey there, Pablos. It's good to be back.
1: Ah, good to have you back. Ah, finally. Jesus. I don't know what happened last week. Uh, I got two imposters on the show. They were trying to uh, do impressions of you. Um,
0: David was really good at
1: it Here's the thing, the David one was a long time coming I don't know if
0: you know mm-hmm. this Secret Twin Geeks lore I made fun, I filled in for David one time And made fun of him So him doing it to me Was totally deserved And it was technically <laughs> way better It was way better than what I did for him I need to work yeah. on it Later I'll have a real David impression
1: Okay great Well looking forward to that That's <laughs> good Uh so you uh, finally managed to uh dig yourself out of your uh snow uh mountain that you i i, I dug out under. of the
0: snow and i took care of the internet everything is fine now um Great. i exist Great. in the world without the internet it's a very yeah. lonely place
1: <laughs> right what what are you, what, what uh, how did you spend your time uh, cut off from you know electricity and I don't know what else was missing. I, I mean, um.
0: I had I had electricity. To be fair, I was I wasn't in the brunt of the storm. I wasn't like dying mm-hmm. out there. So like I had access to like movies or whatever, like my DVD okay. collection, whatever that is. Um, I read books. Um, I did I did stuff like that. I was able to charge my phone. So if I contacted you, that's how I did it. Was through my phone. Um, stuff okay. like that. I, I didn't. Okay. I didn't die. I wasn't on a deserted island. It felt like it, but...
1: Yeah. Right. No, also, That's how I imagined it. Like I also
0: like... got to enjoy a Twin Geeks cast... Not a Twin Geeks cast. A Daydream cast with right. uh, you guys. <laughs> and you guys yeah. talked about a bunch of games I did not play. Oh. Um, But I am interested um i like the fact that y'all talked mm-hmm. about rocket league a game that happened like 10 years ago as if it's like some hip new thing <laughs>
1: and, yeah uh, um i mean it is it is kind of like oh well, not for me but i was also also returning to it after many many years uh, of not playing it but uh yeah i think i think most of the other guys i think calvin obviously calvin played it before as I, well but i haven't David played didn't.
0: since years ago has it changed dramatically or is it mainly additions
1: it's uh it's still the same game like that's and that's good but it's yeah. obviously just a very different like super monetized f free-to-play shell now that epic uh, owns it and um you know, it's it's a very different shell Around it you What get I stuff. was going
0: to say about mm-hmm. Rocket League And I think you all already covered it But like, I'm going to say it my way To make it special Put my stamp on it um, yeah. I think Rocket League is really emblematic Of I'm going to say the word soccer Some people may be upset with me <laughs> but like, like me for example I, I Well <laughs> Football, all right? You got me. I'm saying it. Football. Uh, Great.
1: Good job.
0: (laughs) But, like, to me, that's a much better, like, it's it's Mm -hmm. a better experience for it because the coordination you need for mechanically driving the car and working with your teammates is a much more accurate sort of translation, even though it's completely different. Um, than, let's say, a FIFA game. I think the FIFA games are very lacking in sort of that translation, and especially a lot of the older uh, football games, uh, stuff like that. Like Rocket League, I think, actually encapsulates that feeling of like the difficulty of it, the mastery of it, and just like the feeling when it all comes together, you know? Yeah
1: i mean you know fifa is garbage uh that's uh, super i haven't you know, i haven't played a lot of football
0: games so fifa no. is my experience
1: yeah no old fifa was was fun but um i think since like 20 like like 06 07 is kind of where it started going wrong where it's like they super streamlined it and obviously at some point they just you know made it this heinous uh thing of like you know the the monetization with the card with the ultimate team stuff and the car, the packs the card packs or whatever yeah. and um, but also just there's the stuck between you know this this <clears throat> um, basically between you know uh, uh, the sort of an arcade uh, and a and a more realistic or simi type gameplay and it's just kind of a nothing you know the, the middle zone they're stuck in it's just kind of nothing it's uh, neither meat nor fish as we say uh, in in german i've uh, I've, I've
0: i i i do not i i intuitively understand it i've never heard that before that sounds yeah
1: cool.
0: and it makes <laughs> sense because yeah like it's,
1: it's very cool <laughs> no but, <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah fifa like really hated um and uh and i used to i used to i mean fifa 98 great game uh fifa 05 even played a lot of it uh it's a great game then i remember i remember how different 06 felt and after that it it just kind of went downhill i thought the 07 was okay but then after that it was just a slow decline and eventually obviously i stopped playing them um but uh you know there's so many great um football series like uh, I liked uh, international soccer a lot as a kid I liked virtual uh, soccer uh, I liked um, uh, you know there's uh, arcade arcade uh, uh, other arcade like one-offs uh, and and um, you know there's obviously 2d ones from Konami and and Namco and other companies like like uh, there's uh there's 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 a storied history there and my my uh, main
0: other exposure to soccer games is ironically Mega Man soccer. So yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I mean it's it's uh it's it's kind of a shame, you know, that it's kind of got um that that's what sort of remained uh, here. I mean I think um, that's
0: a big part of EA's entire business philosophy. And yeah. um yeah, I mean it sure. infects all of their sports titles, so you
1: know. Yeah, uh, I'll say that actually, I did pick up a couple weeks ago. I did pick up the Captain Subasa game for Switch, and that's a that's a refreshing like arcade uh, football, a well, very arcadey football game, like super over the top with great animations and stuff. I wish the load times and everything was just a bit snappier. Oh, did you play? Uh, <laughs> but... Did you
0: play Mario Strikers? Yeah. That was yeah. that was pleasant. It was also very arcadian over the top. But that was a very pleasant experience for me at least. For uh,
1: me. yeah, that's 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 a that's a good one. It's not my favorite. It's a good you know, it's a good one of those like good 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 solid beat here or like yeah, like uh, for uh, for those uh, sports titles, I think. Uh, but I think it also features Luigi
0: pumping his uh yeah. Elvis into the camera.
1: You ever, ever ever played the soccer, Sega Sega's game, Sega Soccer Slam on the PS2 or GameCube?
0: No, but I'm also not a big soccer guy, so I would need those IPs to sort of like get me into it. I've, I've mm, played people okay, at friends' houses. Like yeah, that's, that's kind that's of very game.
1: strikers, yeah. That's kind of very strikers where you have like different teams with like different uh, abilities and stuff, and you know it's like a super, uh, super KD and like you know for 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 that multiplayer. Uh, like multiplayer fun, basically. Um, I get so. a lot more
0: out of the multiplayer stuff. Like, like what I said with Rocket League is like,
1: mm-hmm. if I
0: play Rocket League by myself, I feel angry and upset and disappointed. When I play with other people, it's a much bigger laugh. It's also like a much more com- there's more camaraderie. You know, mu- you know, it, it feels like an actual sport at that point.
1: So, yeah. All uh, right. And, uh. Oh, and I so, also
0: was excited by you guys yeah. talking about Wingspan, though we don't have to talk oh,
1: about Oh, nice. That, nice. Oh, because of that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Have you heard of it? Uh. Or. or I've heard of like, you guys, like, talking about it before
0: it? in the thing, and I saw it in the notes, mm-hmm. but I have never played mm-hmm. it myself, and, uh. Okay. It, it looks interesting, and I like, uh. I like the way it's handled, and I like ornithology. I like birds. Birds are cool.
1: Yeah. What's your favorite bird?
0: Um, I'll, I'm an American, <laughs> so i <I'm> like very... <laughs> um, you know, let me just think real quick. Yeah. I like cardinals. <laughs> I like blue jays. I like mockingbirds.
1: Oh, I like... Nice.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah. oh, this, this podcast is... Welcome to the Daydreamcast, y'all.
1: <laughs> right, where we talk about... Um, you know, football and birds—it's uh, our specialties. Uh, yeah, we're back um, again. We got broken back. I'm Pavlos, and uh, uh, we got a we got a some topics here for you. I don't know why my voice uh, ascended uh, there, but topics um, here for you. Topics here for you. <laughs> I'm just gonna do the podcast in this voice now. Disco Elysium. <laughs>
0: yeah Uh, yeah we're gonna talk about disco elysium now (laughs) yeah
1: yeah yeah Um, so you play disco elysium did you have you Uh,
0: played it or no
1: i played a like a couple hours of it and yeah (laughs) i'm kind of waiting i'm kind of waiting for the updated version on switch
0: i will probably play it again for the updated version on switch Um, Mm -hmm.
1: it seems like a good replayable it is
0: it is it's very pleasant in that the way i I haven't played, it's like, the, the the game people mainly compare it to is, um, what is it, what is it, what is it? You oh, mean Planescape Torment, Torment. Torment and stuff? Plains, yeah. yeah, people can pla- compare it to Planescape Plainscape Torment, Blah. but um, I haven't played that before. Um, but when I played it, what what I was mostly impressed about and what I was going to talk about here was the sort of idea that... Um, the way it's level the way the leveling works is it all goes through your um your personality um and you and you enter different facets of your personality to be a different type of police officer you play as a detective investigating a murder in a sort of like politically charged uh city and um and as you go through, you you focus in different things. You could either be like a very brutish fascist cop, or you could be sleazy and fun, drug loving, but also wandering <laughs> or like psychic. You could you could just do a bunch of different things um, with it. But what what's really loving. special is as you as you invest in those separate things, it doesn't necessarily mean bonuses. It means that you are you are adhering to a character in a narrative, and you're sort of feedback looping into that narrative and into those mechanics for those specific characters. So for instance, if you put too much um, points into... There's one called Encyclopedia. So if you put too much uh, points into Encyclopedia, Every single time anybody talks about anything, your brain is going to be thinking about how cupcakes are made. If someone baked cupcakes, you'd be like, oh, yes, they must have had, you know, two two eggs, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, that mm-hmm. really doesn't help you solve a murder, but it helps reinforce your character and um, sort of makes the personality and the role playing part the forefront. And I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it seems really cool. Um... And, uh, um, you know, like, uh, really something like that seems, seems to do something that, you know, just f- feasibly, um, be- only very t- um, specific type of indie game can really do, uh, anymore, which is one that is like long time in development, obviously has some resources and stuff to work with, um, which is really give, um, that sort of, uh, Uh, Narrative um, breadth of options and uh, branching paths, and uh, really make good on like (coughs) narrative freedom, right? Yeah. Um, Go ahead. No, no, because um, you know, like, uh, obviously, like uh, in the big budget in the the, you know proper like retail big budget triple A space or whatever, I I think that you could you could you know uh, it would be interesting to like do a. Do I like like a, a certain like a, like a feature where like uh you sort of trace the steps there of the last 20 years, and I think you could do like a you could think of it as like you know um, games try to push into like um, branching narratives and stuff. Uh, morality options are discovered. Um, fat, like eventually, it's uh, black and white, good and bad. Um, sort of morality, duality of, of like moral paths where it's like oh one in an action game one character will have those kind like in, in um, what's the game? Infamous uh, like will have those abilities, the other will have the other abilities but essentially it's the same thing uh, and you will only you don't want to go for any, for either of them for story, re- story reasons but for the just abilities that you get out of them or anyway for like story games it's, it's very static and then games sort of try to get more sophisticated about it but essentially they still have to like ultimately the paths still lead to very set number of um, of like two or three like you know outcomes basically yeah. yeah and and then eventually i felt like developers just sort of just gave up on it you know in a way like they it's like you know just just uh, people like, like we, we, I think the the budget constraints and, and stuff and the time and t- money that it would mean to like script out, uh, do the voice acting for, um, do like so basically a ton of content that many people will just not see, which is yeah. always a big publisher's worst nightmare. It's a um, huge
0: risk, and and to do it, you yeah. not only need you also you need resources and time, but you also got to have heart. You know what I mean? You gotta have like the the and friendship.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, and friendship and the
1: belief in no. (laughs) The
0: other thing I was gonna say to tie into this sort of like emphasis on choices and consequences thing is I don't. I think the the way it does that sort of personality complex thing circumnavigates or sort of avoids the problem people have about like the choices not mattering or consequences not mattering like again we've made fun of it before and it's not technically an rpg but like walking dead you make three choices and all choices lead to basically the same outcome whereas in disco elysium i i don't want to say there are a billion different conclusions because there aren't secretly they're very similar they're like quests will play out in very specific few ways however It's about the journey, not the destination. And that's how those mechanics Mm -hmm. feed into that. Whereas you feel like you reasonably came to that point because of what you did, even if there were only a finite number of conclusions. And that feels fair in a much better way than Mass Effect, where you had three options and they were colored, and you can tell which one's the bad one. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. Um... Yeah. Uh so yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. I think again, uh, it's it's something uh the what what I was trying to say or, uh, with my sort of quick uh, hist- history of uh, uh sort of narrative flexibility in big budget uh video games was to say that basically with the way uh development game development is bloated um has been bloated for for many years now uh in terms of you know budget and all of the risk adversity and stuff um just uh again like this, Coliseum, really is something that can only be uh can only be handled uh and sort of uh, put forward by that uh, let's say like uh, you know not the not the base in these in the base like in this space where like people still you know the, the 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 stuff that you could you, you, you probably should start co- like um like the, the the space where indie actually still means indie um, yeah, you know the,
0: yeah yeah well i mean like it, it, secretly indie is its own industry now especially that right. base indie so you need that inspiration you need people who actively want to make a game because they want to make the game and not people who want to make a product because they think that product can sell you know what i mean
1: right yeah but yeah right um and and you know also like in the indie space now covers all the different um basically almost all the um different layers of like uh investment in in game in games and like the different tiers that used to be just the Tiers of video games that would you have that you would have like on PS2 and stuff like with the very you know only with the exception of like the really high budget stuff, but now like the the middle the middle tier games or whatever that you know that were so plentiful on uh, PS2 Xbox GameCube or whatever that stuff is now in the indie space, yeah. <laughs> and well- you get so little of it in the in the. You know, it like it just uh, costs
0: so much money for those people to like for those big studios or whatever to overwork their employees and uh, waste it on uh, really nice graphics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like
1: Yeah. No, I mean it, I think it's it's many factors there. It's also like every game's gotta be go big or go home. It's like uh, every you know, it's like like too many games uh so many games are coming out and it's like um y- basically you have to like y- when you do the your your big budget game you will also have to put a lot of t- a ton of money into like publicity PR you know um to have it sent out and have it not go under wi- um in the sea of like releases that you you know get you get on all the storefronts now and um it's it's just a it's just a a, a thing that exponentially sort of um, or, or like that—that that sort of keeps, um, like, like the, the process is one that sort of keeps keeps pushing itself to just reach new sort of hi- ridiculous heights, uh, and we need something to co- sort of break the cycle there. Um, uh, but i don't know what what that's gonna be what 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 the thing should be or could be <laughs> that it's gonna it's a break revolution. this uh, i'm just kidding this <laughs> one this this thing of like you know the big budget space sort of trying t- needing to one-up itself um but yeah i don't know so i guess something's gonna happen eventually <laughs> we'll <laughs> um see. we'll be there to tell yeah. you in the meantime, this Elysium is, you know, sort of this... How much is it again? It's like 30 bucks, right?
0: Yeah, it's like 30... Yeah, yeah, I think it is.
1: Yeah. I don't so, know how yeah, much the uncut
0: like, Switch one's gonna be, but I assume this is. Right.
1: Thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's sort of a game that's, uh, you know, really interesting, and, uh, um, yeah, Um am really looking forward to giving it a proper shot. Proper shot. Thumbs up from Brogan. Uh, um, more we'll of a mid
0: thumbs up is Resident Evil Three.
1: Uh yeah, three three re- the remake. The, of the it, right? three
0: make. I call it three make.
1: The three make. Um,
0: okay. It, I, I played it when it came out last year, but uh, uh-huh. but I, I I just didn't talk about it on the cast or whatever. I think I played it before the cast or something. I'm not too sure. Now you I played
1: know. it with uh with uh, Tom. From Tom and Jerry uh, mod, right for uh, ne- Nemesis. <laughs>
0: I wish I should have. That would have been fun. Um, yeah, he's Nemesis is. I think, I think I liked it more this time around. I think I think Resident Evil Three remake is definitely a game of expectations, and um, and it falling on expectations, because um, I think mm-hmm. the other remakes either fixed problems of uh of the original version like the original resident evil remake um is basically just like a i would say an almost purely superior version to the original unless you are particularly nostalgic um and definitely two make is different because you could definitely prefer the original two over it but they Mm -hmm. sort of went in a different direction and in three It feels like they're going back to the Resident Evil 5 and 6 route, which is bizarre because that's a bad Mm -hmm. way to go.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, But that being said, when you play it, it doesn't... When you play it now, a year later, when you know it's coming, it's just disappointing in some aspects. It's a very short Mm -hmm. game, and Mm -hmm. uh, it it felt like a fart. And that's... uh,
1: Okay, that's, that's uh, a very specific description of it. Yeah. Uh, let's put it on the put it on the box. Um, no, but like like I i I'm I'm confused. Oh, I have to admit, I'm confused, but or like was confused by the reception of this game as someone who hasn't played neither remake, uh, or yeah, like neither two nor three. But also I didn't play. The first one, but the first one Eddie I could Resident
0: always understand.
1: The first one I could always understand, the first remake, like what it is, I mean. And with the second one, you know, it always seemed like a v- more liberal, uh, like a re- almost, not, maybe a, reinterpretation is yeah, a bit it's, strong, right?
0: Yeah, it's a reboot, right? pretty much. Or, or like a, right. or a reimagining it's not quite, or whatever. Yeah.
1: Okay, but it's, it's not quite on the Final Fantasy VII uh, no, level no, of it's reimagining, more, it's right? It's
0: more remake than Final Fantasy VII.
1: Right, so 3 always seemed to me Like just the same thing basically um, So I always and, and people loved the remake of 2 And 3 was really Tepid, the rest of their, uh, response to it And I, I have to admit I never really fully understood why Like what's the difference uh, Between the two remakes Like why is 3 so much worse
0: Okay, well I think I think this goes into multiple Things, I think first mm-hmm. of all the original mm-hmm. two and the original three, um, people love the original two. It's one of I think it's the if not mm-hmm. one of Kamiya's first games as director. Um, yeah, people people really love it. It's a it's a classic. Three people love, but there were you know problems with it. Um, so people were seeking for the remake to sort of address them, and they ultimately didn't and then and then another way to go if you're directly comparing the remakes is as we've said Mm -hmm. there's a high pedigree for resident evil remakes um remake Mm -hmm, one mm -hmm. is hard like super beloved high effort two um has more has effort as well um i think it's more controversial there are people that prefer it less to the original but You know, largely Mm -hmm. speaking, the reason why it was made, the reason why it was sold, was on the idea of, you really liked 2, right? Well, we can make another version of 2, you know, with the same sort of effort that we put to the original remake, and you guys will love it. And that largely happened with, you know, some major asterisks next to it. Um, And then 3 feels lazier, obviously utilizes a lot of assets from 2Make's, you know, engine and stuff, and that's not fair to criticize it on. To me, at least. I think more accurate criticisms would regard... Like Nemesis, for instance. Nemesis mm-hmm. is meant to be a haunting predator. Throughout the game. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Um. That being sure. said... There are more... Like most of the time when you encounter Nemesis... I would say 80% of the time... He is a scripted cutscene. Or a scripted ah. encounter. Versus okay. Mr. X from Resident Evil 2 which was a proto nemesis he'd walk around for a little bit in the original and you'd get out of there he was barely in it like he was in like Claire B story campaign he was in the Claire campaigns i don't think Leon ever sees him in the originals pretty sure but mm-hmm. anyways he was mm-hmm. small but but like in the remake of 2 he was a big deal and he would chase you and he wouldn't be scripted he would have some spe- specific encounters scripted but largely he would literally follow you around Um, And that is not a thing in Nemesis Unless there's like a specific There's like one level where he is chasing you And other than that And that level's linear too So it doesn't matter Um, You know what I mean? Like, it's just Yeah, I understand It's lame
1: Okay, okay Yeah, hmm Okay, it just seems like less effort uh, All around Um,
0: That's a way to say it, yes
1: Okay, interesting (laughs) Well, interesting that it's interesting because the the it was so tepid across the board the response and usually people aren't as nuanced in their uh, like I, I just still I, I expected that even if it was worse which it is but um which it seems to be rather um like just many people wouldn't really notice because they don't really um, scrutinize I guess these releases or whatever like it seems like people really. Like, like it it must must have been like really really noticeable that's so that like every almost everyone sort of. <laughs> um, I I think I think in a general normal sense
0: like a random average Joe going to a Walmart and buying the game, I think the first thing they would have noticed not like the nuance they would have noticed the runtime. It's a much shorter game. It's a very short game, and, it, and it's mm-hmm. and it's like that because it's linear half the time most ah. resident evils are short, but there's a lot of time wasting around like in a mansion looking for a key, and they don't do that yeah,
1: uh-huh, I see, I see, okay, well, uh, <laughs> thumbs down there, I guess from you um, yeah.
0: I' get it cheap. I would not pay sixty dollars for it. I got it I got it for like forty when it came out. Um, and, what do you uh, think
1: of the of the new uh, of eight the stuff they show? shown?
0: Um, I I've seen the leaked stuff and I've seen some of the gameplay stuff. I'm always excited for a Resident Evil title, but I am not necessarily putting my eggs in the it's gonna be great basket. Um, let's just see what happens. That's that's Interesting. my take.
1: Interesting. All right, uh, cool. Well, I've also played some stuff. Uh amid the, you know, old stuff that I <laughs> just keep playing. Um, uh, actually, I wanted to talk about three D World Mario, but but I'm I'm gonna actually push it back because I remembered uh, because I, I I should actually do it once I've played uh, Bowser's Fury uh, as well. Uh, but I remember that I played and beat uh, If Found dot dot dot. Um, have you seen this uh, game? No, um, tell me about it. Okay, so if found dot 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 is uh, um, is a is a game that is, is an Annapurna uh, published game. You know they're Annapurna, of course, one of the big publishers now in in indie games, sort of specializing in let's say style and also narrative experiences. Um, aside from like. Publishing like, you know, they've published like What Remains of Edith Finch, sure. Donut County, uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Florence, uh, uh, I think Otto Wilds, um, and got some other stuff coming like um, Artful Escape or 12 Minutes, uh, that that cat game Stray, uh, Open Roads, I think, which is like the, I think that's the new Fulbright game. So... Yeah, that's kind of their mo. Mo has been for a couple of years now. Uh, they also they also publishing like stuff like Flower or whatever on on PC and Switch, uh, not Switch, but on PC and stuff or like certain indie games, all, like older stuff like Gone Home, for example, on Switch and stuff like stuff like that. They also do. Yeah. Um, but the game is by Dreamfeel, Feel, um, and it's a it's a essentially a visual novel. Um, You could, it's it's like you know uh, you could say it's it's more interactive than some visual novels in the sense that you don't just press A and go through text, but it's also much less uh, interactive than other visual novels because there's like no there's no adventure elements to it. There's like it's it's more interactive because instead of just pressing A, you basically er uh, have an eraser and sort of erase sort of the image. Uh, like the, the screen basically and that's how you sort of progress um, kind of through a th- kind of like a graphic novel where you sort of progress by like erasing stuff but um, there's no like nuance to the erasing like you basically you just always like erase you know the, the screen and then you will you will uncover the next thing it's not, not like oh you have to think about where you erase that's not, not what it's about um and it even has an auto-erase like it has an option which I just used after a couple of minutes because it got super tedious to erase every, to erase stuff manually. There's a button where that will just basically a a button where the eraser will just clean the whole screen and, you know, let you move on. Um so, so, so uh, let me
0: ask you. In that sense, do you think it's a failed mechanic, or do you think it's just like something that's like for convenience? Like, I'm not sure how the auto thing goes. Is it like there,
1: there's a thematic reason for the racing uh, because it's like it's like you're going like through a like comic slash notebook style, sure uh, thing. But and also it's about a queer um, like a, like basically a a, 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 a a transsexual identity like. Um, or, like, a youth of a uh, gender, um, you know, of, of, a, of, of a person who's, like, going through gender confusion and a, a young person, um, and it's about sort of, you know, you're sort of erasing, and, and like, the depression that comes with it, and yeah. so the erasing is sort of erasing your old identity, um, and at the end... Um, you s- let's say there is a switch there in the mechanic where you sort of where it switches from a more destructive to a constructive. Oh, uh, uh, see, so yeah, it pays but
0: off. I understand, Yeah.
1: Sure, but but also I will I will say yes to your question because it is it is failed in that sense in the sense that the racing is tedious and uh, the auto race will some will is, is sort of like let's say they they, they they did sort of consider how the auto race should work on every screen like sometimes the end it will sort of erase from top to bottom vertically sometimes horizontally sometimes sort of in circles but um ultimately it's uh it could have it could have been faster like <laughs> they could have scripted it even more so that there was a clear, like, the, the eraser just, on the auto-erase, just erase the really, the necessary parts on every screen, instead of doing the whole animation every time, so that it would just progress a little faster, because, yeah, like, I played this with a couple of friends, um, and we talked about it, um, and, uh, um, yeah, no one, no one, like, was erasing manually the whole way through. <laughs> no one's um, begging
0: for that erasing action.
1: Yeah, so the game is about again this youth uh, talk the stuff I mentioned. It takes place in Ireland and in beginning of the nineties, and uh, it's about this um, this character Casio who leaves, um, you know, who leaves her home and to live with a bunch of a bunch of other uh, friends or uh, you know younger people in this in this. uh, in this like old like uh villa like or like like mansion by the seaside like a sort of a deserted mansion in a way and she sort of you know um is uh not getting along with her mother and or her brother and it's just it's sort of you know um, um fleeing fleeing from that context and staying there but um it's it's just clearly struggling sort of with her identity again with her um with her uh Gender and identity, in particular, uh, and the others there have similar sort of um, um, yeah struggles. Uh, and uh, it's again, it's it's just a it's ultimately just a visual novel. Um, I will say the art is quite nice. It's quite a quite a has a quite a good look to it, and um, and the audio as well, like audio visually, I would say that that's the uh, is is the game is quite striking and. Um, and, and sort of uh, overall, it's it's a decent time, but um, I will say that it at just all uh, at the same time, it did it, it it was a bit of a weaker game for me. Like um, obviously, uh, you know, in the indie space is is one where that is very like LGBTQ focused and friendly. You know, there's a lot of a lot of these uh, games that tackle these subjects and these um, identities and sort of give give um, uh, an opportunity to these voices, and that's uh, and that's great. Um, Do you think the um, game is unique uh, in
0: in those voices? Like is like that. The, that is kind that of the background...
1: problem. That is kind of the problem for me. The game itself is very much also in a tradition of like coming of age um, art. <laughs> But so it's very conventional movies. in that way, and and I think and I think um, it uh, it can be a little conventional um, in in that story. I think maybe it lacks a bit of distance or something that sort of elevates it in any way or like has it stand out in that sense. It is sort of ages. it is a personal sort of coming of age story um, of uh, this character Kazu and uh, again this the her her sort of crises that she struggles with and I like what I liked was also the very uh, local note to it where uh, you know it takes place in Ireland uh, at the time you have a lot of Irish expressions and words and slang in there where you get like little um, explanation like you can can press a button and have like a little explanation of the words uh, pop up at the bottom. Actual um,
0: cultural transmission via art—that's <laughs> what a novel <laughs> concept.
1: Yeah, no, that, that stuff is really good, and but it there there's problems with again it ha, it has problems of sort of streamlining its story a little bit and having it sort of fit in these genre conventions. Um, it is a bit clumsy at the end, where you know the game is about this spiraling and sort of depression and stuff and then it's at the very end of course like obviously it sort of digs itself very deep like it digs a very deep hole for itself and obviously it can only be two ways at that point which is like a very like sort of just catastrophe or obviously a very sort of almost violent turn for the better or like you know violent turn to salvation and it goes with the latter it's sort of um let's say the character who sort of you know um uh, the character has like a, has like a um, there's sort of this um, surreal or fantastical story where Kazir also has like uh, imagines herself as Cassiopeia, a, an astronaut who like has to save a planet and that's kind of the sort of the, the visual like the, the metaphorical or the allegorical uh, sort of side story that plays out um and it's obviously not quite sure is it just this pure like allegory standing in this in this just sort of pit against the the the, these events or is it something that she actually like fantasizes about or or whatever but um um that stuff all, all kind of plays out in a familiar fashion and um and again at the end it's it's a very violent almost in, in how it sort of, sort of, you know, does what I mentioned. But it's like, you know, just obviously if it either this is like a very... Either this goes into um, uh, sort of leads into catastrophe or she or like she gets saved, which and when she gets saved, oh, that just happens. It's a very like um, <laughs> sort of... Uh,
0: so my takeaway is authentic, but flawed.
1: Question I would man. say it is it is worth you know, it is worth checking out. It's only like two and a half hours. Um two to two to two two, two two and a half. Though I would say more more toward the latter because I was going through it pretty quickly. Um Speed but work. um but that's my thoughts on if found. Uh I played it on uh, on Switch, I should say, where it yeah, works great because there you can also use the If if you really wanted to do it manually and not use the automated erasing on Switch, at least you don't have to use the mouse. You can also use the touch screen uh, if you want, or the or the sticks.
0: How often do you (laughs) use that touch screen, Pablo?
1: I actually do have a a pen a a pen for it, which I didn't even know for the longest time why, because I got it with uh, it was actually included in the Brain Age they did for Switch and i had a copy but i never opened it and when i opened it a couple months ago first time i saw there's a pen in there and it's a pretty good pen (laughs) it's like their official their official switch pen i think that's awesome you learn (laughs)
0: something new every day
1: yeah it it looks like the head of it looks like a little microphone it's weird it's very (laughs) soft um yeah Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say the uh-huh.
0: DS styluses and stuff that are like all plastic. That would scratch up the switches uh, screen. So it needs to be like felt or something on the end. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It has to be, I think, uh, a bit more tender. The not the switch, not as not as uh Are you not a not tender a sturdy, gamer? DS DS screen. <laughs> did you ask if I'm a tender gamer? What did yeah. you say?
0: Are you tender?
1: Uh oh <laughs> I'm I'm very tender except when it comes to when it comes to real sham products uh, <laughs> of which I want to talk about one of them here which is the uh Intellivision Amico I've <laughs> oh, this this I fell down a hole recently which was uh the the hole was Intellivision's YouTube channel and they have a console coming the new generation doesn't start until Intellivision says so and they and it will start when the when the uh, Intellivision Amico releases this October, um, and uh, it's it is a console. It looks uh, it looks like if you look it up, it looks like a sort of charging station because it kind of is for the controller, and the controller is this very 2000-looking uh, iP- like first-generation iPod slash. I don't know, like, looks also like a kitchen appliance a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know what it looks uh, like
0: to me? I don't know. Oh, this is going into I'll some just... weird bro gaming here. Uh-huh. But I had, like, a niece who had it. You ever just see those educational consoles that's, like, LeapFrog or something? Um, mm-hmm. That utilizes very similar technology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I guess yeah, there's many things that come to mind for this. Also, like, like GPS. Yeah. <laughs> Car GPS or like baby phones, I don't know. Many point uh, is,
0: it's not that next gen.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so what's what's Intellivision Amico about? Well, uh, they have uh, many videos on their on the YouTube channel for the new games. It's all I think Intellivision developed uh, with Tommy Televrico at the you know sp- spearheading it, um, and uh, <laughs> well, uh-huh. let's say the games look very much either f- like flash games or like those games on the app store um and like google play store uh you know those three kinds of ga- like those free games like it doesn't like even look some... like
0: a good phone app game because like phone no. app games are upping their ante a- at yeah. a measurable rate
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the games are going to be like th- three to s- eight bucks or something something okay. like in that range and um well, the uh, sort of the, the the motto here, or the guide, the guide, uh, the guideline, is going to be simplicity. You know, uh, and television really wants to make this. Gonna, and this is going to be like a family and like a, a parent and child t- co- um, console. They call it. Um, they call it affordable, which is pretty funny. Uh, because, I'll get to that in a bit. Oh no! And it's about it's about simplicity. And, um, uh, you know, it's very much like, you get, like, games like, let's say, like, 80% of the games are, like, or more. And actually, all all of the games are, like, knockoffs of some, some, of some like, you know, of, like, very you get, like, the simple shmup. You get a breakout. You get a, um, like, a, a game that's called Bomb Squad that just looks like, um, what's that game where you put in the, the code, code uh, what's it called, Codemaster? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, you get you get a, you get a new Moon Patrol, I think. I think um, you get a yeah. And and funnily enough, the um, the breakout game actually looks sort of is the one that looks sort of okay. Where they did like a shatter uh, type, they just flipped it on on the to ninety degrees, like so. It's uh, so it's actually horizontal, um, and it has some nice effects and stuff. That's that's the only one where I'd say oh this is kind of this would be a decent like five buck like five five dollar Steam release you know Switch etc. Um, but uh, let's say it, it it's just downhill from there and they also have their platformer which is called Finnegan Fox and you, you I, I showed you a video of this it just looks awful like it looks really hideous um, uh, uh, like it looks worse
0: in uh, motion. I think I think looking at it in a still frame, it still looks really bad. It looks cheap. But when you see it in motion, it feels so yeah. stiff. I'm like, oh my god.
1: No, it, it, it really looks like shit. And uh like the the sprites and the backgrounds, it's like super generic and cheap. And on their YouTube channel, Intellivision has several reaction videos of like the worst paid uh like community people reacting to these games and like praising like basically everything about them. Like they, the video just goes through like them sort of you get they're like the graphics, the, the sound. Cards. They they the game printed play. out a
0: memo with bullet points and they yeah. circled the part they were supposed to say.
1: <laughs> and they're like, Wow, look at the tree, how it's moving. Wow, look at the fire. Look at the oh look at the little enemy and ooh, oh the sound effect. It's like every tiny thing. Like you get a reaction from these from these guys, and like in, with the worst like acting, um, as if they haven't ever like if they as if they never seen never never seen any video games before, it's crazy, um, or like they stopped at like uh, tw- Atari Atari's twenty six hundred, which brings me to the actual core here of, of the problem, which the it's it's supposed these games are supposed to be like no like obscenities no like you know no nothing sexualized like very like um sort of a child uh what do you call it um child friendly um so it's about like actually like these are games these these are supposed to be like played between <laughs> children and parents which is crazy to me because most of these are not even like like filling in fox the there's no multiplayer there i don't even know how like what is and and also like children will fucking laugh their ass off at this like they everyone's will see one's playing it for,
0: fortnite all eight year olds are playing fortnite
1: No one's playing yes games. they will play they they will look at this they will uh will uh have a laugh and go back to minecraft fortnite and or whatever is like the other dozen of games that are look, i would also ra- much rather play <laughs> <laughs> yeah. much better than this stuff like, <laughs> so let's the, say you even the whole concept team is team. ridiculous Sorry, I, just, I need to, just need to finish this quick rant here. The whole concept <laughs> is ridiculous because on all of these reaction videos and, like, in the, all of their stuff, you never see any children. It's always white, middle-aged slash a bit older than middle-aged dudes which um, really, which, like, ha- sort of their rooms and stuff, like, they have, like, these old, like, you know, Old, this, this old, like I don't know, Atari stuff or whatever, and, and like it's like these, and, and it slowly became apparent to me just through digging through that stuff, looking at Intellivision's team and stuff. It's like this is a super like white uh, endeavor with like uh, these middle-aged, like forty-somethings, white, white middle-aged forty-something ma- ma- men who uh, yearn for the good old days. Who, who sort of uh, just implicitly sort of, you know, uh, act like, you know, th- today's games are um, like, uh, you know, obscene, profane, co- too complicated. Uh, like back to when, you know, let's 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 go back to games where they were like simple, you know. It's like it's obviously a very like politically it's it, like it, or down to the political aspect of it. It's a very um sort of very, very suspect, uh, um, sort of... Here's a way to put that. Ideological, <laughs> let's call it an ideological backbone to this uh, project.
0: I, I was going to give you an example. Uh, Earthworm Gym 4 is coming out on this. and Yeah,
1: that's a sort of prestige title, th- That's yeah.
0: That's the level we're at here. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you, the only people that care about Earthworm Gym 4 are... 40-year-old white dudes that have a YouTube channel that reviews retro games. And hey, look, man, we're halfway on the, <laughs> you know, on that scale. But that being said, we are also very hip to what families like. Like, just like, or what business makes sense. And none of this makes sense. It only, it, it feels like it's in a vacuum, which is where that political angle comes in. You know? Yes,
1: it's in a vacuum, and it is it is it's super like like you watch this developer thing and it's like this one guy you know wearing this uh it's not it's not maga shirt but it's like a America is the greatest country shirt uh, and stuff. <laughs> and you realize lot of the dark depths this actually leads to and uh um you know an earth new earthworm gym i don't like earthworm gym i think those were get bad games but it's a bad you know that would be (laughs) yes but that would be like you know whatever like if you made that a release on like normal (laughs) platforms like okay i guess that's you know we'll we'll look at it and judge it but like (laughs) um this it's like this is like the only game of of this i'm not even gonna say caliber but it's like the only <laughs> like, game of this if there were sort tiers, of ilk.
0: it's one tier higher and it's probably d tier
1: all of the other stuff is like you know it's, it's 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 literally like the here's your defender clone or whatever here's your and not the and not the house mark you know take on it on on something like that but it's like the the, the free like cheap mobile app tier of clone They could have
0: made half these games If not more of them 10 years ago 15 years ago You
1: know Yeah All of these games together May be worth 5 bucks Like all of their I don't know how many Like they have now It's like Like maybe 50 of them Yeah Like 40 40, 40-50 of them Like (laughs) Okay Anyway All that stuff Can you uh, tell
0: he's passionate about this?
1: all that stuff you get for the and and like the super hideous clunky controller can I play prices
0: right I want to play prices right here (laughs) is it I'm going to try to go lowest without or closest without going over I'm I'm guessing it's high because it there's no way that this reveal isn't going to be high if it's over I'm just going to say what I think it's worth it's probably Mm -hmm. worth $50 there's no (laughs) way it's that right (laughs) no
1: no <laughs> No, it's <laughs> no, not fifty, it's uh can go a bit higher, let's say.
0: Alright, let's go let's go one twenty.
1: <laughs> uh, getting closer.
0: Oh no <laughs> What about two hundred? <laughs>
1: Uh, well, uh, well you had three tries there uh so i'm gonna have to sh- i'll have to shut you down so you had you had to try it's unfortunately not quite not quite it is uh, 249 what dollars fuck? for the what graphite the black and glacier white but if you want the wood grain that's 279 dollars or if you want galaxy purple that's $299. This is literally just meant
0: to scam people. This is meant to scam old white people that like those <laughs> games. And be like, oh, I guess these are the right kinds of games to give to my child. Yeah. Oh, God.
1: Downloadable games available via the Amico Game Shop will cost 999 or less at launch, with more expensive games for less than $40 releasing oh later. Um, A Switch is like the... 300 right, Pavlos? I, I think so yeah no this i mean one of their key pillars is next to the you know the, the super backwards uh white people longing for back when gaming was simple and probably apolitical um uh, uh days uh type type stuff one of their key words here was cheap or affordable i think it was um which is like what are you smoking <laughs> what are you like wh- where insane. the fuck yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, I think I, I agree. I'm inclined to agree. Uh, I think I think they know I'm onto them because um, they uh, have been uploading stuff pretty regularly, and I subbed to their YouTube channel like a week ago. And since then, they haven't uploaded anything. So I think they You we were here to on,
0: crack the case.
1: Yeah, they're like they're, they saw like oh my god, it's 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 probably from the daydream cash. <laughs> he's subbed to us. He's onto our shit. Um, Yeah, no, I'm 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 looking forward because if anything, you know, the laughs they've provided uh, to me those have been free. Uh, So I'll I'll have to give them credit for that. Free laughs provided uh, when you watch their 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 YouTube uh, videos.
0: (laughs) Probably more fun than you'd have playing the games.
1: Yeah, well, I had to uh, get that (laughs) get that off my chest. And uh we can move on <laughs> to <laughs> To the game to of actual, the week. To actual video games here. Yeah. Which uh yeah, our game of the week is Mega Man five. That's Roman five.
0: Uh I'ma say V just for the sake of things.
1: Mega Man V for the Game Boy. Uh this game came out this is uh the the fifth Game Boy Mega Man. Uh uh, came out in '94, f- um, so pretty late. Uh, it's actually the last, interestingly enough, the last game, uh, Mega Man game uh, that used the 8-bit, you know, the 8-bit sprite. Um, we know, you know, the Mega Man 8-bit sprite. Uh, the next one would be Mega Man 9, oh, much later, uh, obviously, um, and. Uh, this, the game, yeah, it's a Game Boy game. It came out on the 3DS Virtual Console uh, as well in 2014. Um, Capcom published this, but uh, these uh, Mega Man Game Boy titles were actually developed by Minakuchi Engineering, who um, is a third party, but uh, they actually did a lot of work for Capcom, like on many titles, uh, often uncredited. Um, and we still had a lot of Capcom supervision here, like Inafune did the art. You got uh, Tokuro Fujiwara, also known as Professor F, producing. He he was also a developer, of, uh, developer on many classic Capcom games, and also a producer of uh, even more even more of them, including classic Mega Man. He was a producer on all of those. So you know, yeah, you have you have a decent co- corporation here. Uh, yeah, the game uh, the the game itself takes place after. The last (laughs) Mega Man Game Boy Um, And uh, It's actually about The so called star droids Invading the earth Uh, So we got a threat from outer space this time And uh, so we got these Alien robots And uh, of course Later we find out That Dr. Wily uh, Has ordered them To attack and uh, Is uh, trying to Get his hands on a on a on a space weapon <laughs> called Sunstar, Um <laughs> uh, so Wily's of course behind all this. Uh, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> what? Um. Yeah, I know. It's. I was shocked. I was shocked because I thought Wily's been done done away with. We've, uh, we've no,
0: done it six times before. There's no way he's gonna do it again.
1: It's. Yeah, but this time I was really conv- I was really sure that. <laughs>
0: Well,
1: we, had, you know. we took care of Wily, but no, that he's a tenacious guy. That Wily. I uh, like the story and...
0: of it, like excluding the Wily bits. I like the Star Droids, <laughs> and I like uh, Terra. Terra's sort of like meant to be the mm-hmm. first half antagonist.
1: Um, sure. Yeah, he's kind of the boss of the Star Droids. The 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 capo. Uh yeah. Right. Um, so I guess uh, int- obviously you know you know Mega Man and all that stuff is still the same here. You get um, you get weapon weaknesses. You can pick the bosses in any order, although with a twist. Uh, you can slide. Um, I'll say something about the the uh, his charge. arm cannon. Yeah, yep. yeah, his charge is different. In in a bit, uh, but first I want, want to say something about the structure, which is um, you get uh, four stra- star Droids to pick from. And it's been, I think, the same for I don't know, I think all of them, or at least most of these Game Boy Mega Man- I think all of them, actually. Where you get to pick f- between four bosses. Then you have, like, a mid-boss, uh, who in this case is like a, <laughs> like a cousin of Yellow Devil. <laughs> yeah. um, and then you get the second set of Star Droids. Mm, then you fight Terra and have, like, a shmup section. Sort of smash smash section, yeah. uh, to get to the Wily Star, which is a what the Wily Death Star, and there you get you know the the usual uh, run uh, with like several levels and a boss rush and then finally the the final bosses the phases with different phases. Um, so uh, it's actually a fairly meaty game. Like it's a full on it's a full fledged Mega Man game. <clears throat> um, not that any of the others weren't. But uh, the difference here is that this is the first and only Game Boy Mega Man uh, with um, original bosses. Uh, the other had a weird structure where um, the, the game would have four bosses of the console equivalent of that number and then four bosses of the next console entry. So if you imagine Mega Man Roman 3, so Mega Man 3 on the Game Boy had four bosses from uh, Mega Man 3 NES and four bosses from Mega Man Four, <laughs> NES um, and and same for all the other ones. So this is actually the the only one with only original uh, bosses, and I think easily the also the the one to play to play on the on the Game Boy. Um, the uh, the reason for that is they really took a long time to figure out uh, what to do how to sort of um, adjust Mega Man for the Game Boy screen. Like these games are definitely harder on the Game Boy because the sprite sizes at, um, are larger in, in, in relation to the screen. And it's, it's uh, uh, Mega Man 5 here I think is the best out of them. It is best sort of, uh, in terms of being attuned to the screen, the level design and, um, and sort of treating, so, sort of working with uh, Game Boy. Whereas the others were sort of, you know, demakes, if you will, of the console games, and while fine, they are much more difficult than <laughs> than the console games because of the because everything is so big and Mega Man is so big, <laughs> and it's just kind of harder to dodge stuff and some platforming is harder and stuff like, um, so so yeah, um, this one definitely stands out. Uh, I have some other mechanical stuff uh, to there's talk a, there's about. There's like a lot of
0: itsy bitsy trivia tips. Yeah, you can yeah. keep going, or yeah. I could take over, or we could. T- it's is, up to you.
1: Tell us about the tell us about the the shop if you want.
0: The shop? Well, okay. I was gonna say like, it's mm-hmm. this game is very similar. It predates Mega Man Seven, and this is, I believe, the first time we see a Mega Man shop. Is this correct? Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know. I think it might be in Mega Man 4 for the Game Boy. Ooh. Uh, okay,
0: that's fine. Either yeah, way, I th- I this, think so. this predates it. Um, this is also... Um, basically, you have to collect these little pellet, these P... I forget what, what he calls them. Like P-chips, like, I think. P-chips. Um, he goes, did you collect the P-chips Mega Man? Um, you collect these <laughs> things. Yeah. Uh, they are replaced by bolts in later games. And you use them to buy specific upgrades. Some of them are highly, like, some of them continue into later games. Some of them are very essential for specific mechanics that are definitely worth it, like your uh, arm cannon. Your arm cannon yeah. has specific upgrades there that you definitely probably should take. And um, <laughs> I would also say that there is some bonus stuff regarding, like, gems in the second half of the stages that he could give you for. You know, um, that if you collect yeah. if you collect the gems from the two stages or what have you, uh, light will give you a thing that has weapon energy, and that's important because weapon energy is a precious resource in this game. And yeah. uh, what else am I going to say?
1: So I uh, confirmed the shop was in Mega Man Four, which is at the actual uh, first pl- shop, sort of birth birthplace of that. Um, and it returns here. Yeah, like um, the, the upgrades. So you don't have a, a have the arm cannon, but the charge doesn't make it a f- better shot like in uh, the console ones. But actually, it works more like the hard knuckle from Mega Man 3 or uh, Super Mega Man from Mega Man 7, I, I, where you yeah. have like this rayman-like uh, arm shooting. Mm-hmm. Like your arm shoots out, and while it and returns also. Yeah, it's like and a. And while it does it that. Sense exactly and while it does that you can't actually shoot uh, and uh, but you can upgrade it where it will let you then grab stuff you can grab items with it and also it will keep it, it can you can sort of uh, shoot it up that will stick with the enemy for a bit and sort of get stuck in it and keep hitting it uh, those are like upgrades you can get for it um, did you know about the secret upgrade in the shop uh, the turbo accelerators
0: no tell me more
1: Uh, it's interesting because when you die I think four times, when you press continue four times on a stage and then get to the shop uh, actually um, Dr. Light will give you an upgrade for the arm (laughs) called the turbo accelerator uh, which lets you uh, just shoot the shots and the arm travel time are faster (laughs) oh that's awesome Uh, and it I think at, you can at least do it one more time and it gets even faster. <laughs> wow. So that game actually uh, re, it like reacts to you uh, struggling there and it gives Adaptive you...
0: Adaptive difficulty.
1: To to upgrades that make it make it easier. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, you can also buy like E-Tanks and stuff, of course, from the shop. You know, if you played Mega Man 9 or whatever, where it obviously where it makes a return, um, you... Kind of get the idea. I, I would yeah, recommend
0: they're... getting the arm ones, especially the one where you grab uh, items or like the the Yeah, yeah. because, because yeah. that will allow you to get way more P chips and P chips are the currency. So Exactly. Exactly. It, it's not rocket science, yo. I suppose <laughs> it is because you're shooting a rocket pump fist out of your hand. <laughs> okay.
1: <hands>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so, uh, you also have a, a, this is the only appearance of the cat, Tango. Technically uh, not, can...
0: but this is the only appearance where it matters.
1: Okay, sure, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's cameos and stuff yeah. later on, but, uh, yeah, yeah, no, but you, you see summon the cat to attack stuff, but, you know, you might be, like, initially shocked that there's no rush, but don't worry, you unlock rush, uh, just from beating bosses, you get, you get, you get the rush functions as well, um. But, yeah, I don't know. How often did you use Tango?
0: I I used Tango to experience it and then never again. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For Rush, I was kind of like... The problem with Rush is Rush is a very uh, spatial uh, assistant. Um, I used Coil a good bit because it's meant for it. And there are certain times, like... Um, let's put it this way. Rush Jet is meant to be a very... um. It's meant to be a a horizontal clear and there's just not enough of those stage sections for that. The way they build the sections in this game is sort of like, um, they either have it be a difficult platforming section or they have it be like a mild platforming section with one enemy or they try to balance between platforming and how many enemies are on the screen because clearly, if you have too much of both things, it smells really bad. (laughs) Yeah. And, And Rush Jet is sort of Built in other games to sort of go through certain sections, and it's and it's not very practical here. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I'm
1: saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Uh, the um, uh, the the what do I want to say? Oh, do you know what? I, what I think uh, what is basically the biggest quality of life, not quality of life. I think actually the biggest sort of mechanical sort of last puzzle piece in the Mega Man series uh, that um it was sort of it was sort of missing from the older games and i think something like the anniversary collection adds it if i'm not mistaken maybe i'm wrong about it what, what's the mechanic uh, uh the just quick swap of between like uh your weapons yes and, yes uh,
0: yeah yeah well i mean uh, once once we hit seven they start doing the quick swap but yes once right. you do anniversary collection and all of those they usually map them to the shoulder buttons yeah
1: yeah, I think that's so big, and I think also would have led me to use something like Tango more. You know, it's yes. it's just yeah. Uh, but um, but but yeah. I mean, uh, I uh, so I, I, I think that's all the sort of bullet points um, um, out of the way on the game. Um, what what did you uh, what did you think of it? Like, um, what was your experience?
0: Uh, this was a positive experience this time. Um, I mean, I think there's other trivia tidbits to say, but not in mechanic sense. Like, I don't know if you want to talk about the Mega Man killers. Mega Man killers.
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. I uh, actually did want to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So okay, in the Game Boy games, there are these specific. I guess they're Robot Masters. They have they have numbers. Canonically, they are Robot Masters. I assume. And. They uh, are. Yeah. And uh, they, they appeared as bosses in the earlier Game Boy games. So you've got um, Anker, I think. I don't know how to pronounce some of these names. But there's Punk <laughs> and Ballad. And there's also Quint. And uh, they all have Quint. different abilities or whatever. You can't use their weapons in this one. They have specific weapons that uh, don't translate into this one. But um, mm-hmm. you do fight them as
1: uh, bosses yeah. in the
0: Wily section. And they're fun.
1: Yeah, it's cool. It's cool continuity from the different Mega Man Game Boy games. It's like kind of the the original, the, the, the actually like the, the couple of original bosses from the f- previous M- Game Boy Mega Man's, they all that like, you know, taken as a, as a crew of like Mega Man killers as they call it, like spe- robots designed to kill Mega Man. <laughs> um, as opposed to, you know, the other robot masters, of course, have like a f- specific function, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, and it's it's really nice they make a return here and sort of uh, it's it's kind of really establishes this game as sort of the Game Boy Mega Man to play. As the, just the ultimate. That, yes. The um, hammers set home. Yeah.
0: Um, but to go into general impressions of the game, um, yes, I I I like the stage design. I can I can criticize some of its like aesthetics. Or some of its like variety and stuff, but when we get into like specifics, like enemies, I like the enemies in this because there's some very creative ones. When we talk about weapons, there's creative weapons, um, and I, and even though those weapons are creative and interesting, they're also not necessarily um, essential. Like you could get mm-hmm. through a lot of the game with yeah. just your Mega Buster, with just your. Uh, Punch your your big old mega punch. Um, I don't know about you, but I vary a good bit. um, But Mm -hmm. you know, um, I I guess a way to say it is is like Neptune and Mercury. There's there's two ones that are very sim like. They they'll have similar clumps of aesthetic and design, and the only way to differentiate them is by their weapon power and by the the specifics of their stage and their boss patterns and stuff. But like, largely speaking, you're technically fighting two water styled bosses. You know what I mean? Sure.
1: Yeah. Um, that's 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 fair, but you know, uh, it is sort of. L- l- you know le- legitimized by the fact that they're just the planets that yes. they're it, themed after the planets.
0: It's yeah. it's kind of hard to write out Neptune as anything but an aquatic thing. You know, I understand. Yeah. It, you know. I, yeah, it's not a yeah. criticism, but you feel it as you play in my head.
1: Sh- okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I, I do like the theme here. Uh you know, I do like the 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 extra terrestrial theme and uh, the um uh the the bosses themselves and stuff like um and and the the their sprites and like the the little cutscenes you get and stuff i think i think i think it's really quite accomplished in that like it's really it's it is really a really respect respectable like entry uh and one that i prefer over some console ones like four or whatever like i i I think i like this better than four for example i would agree um well, uh, well, like
0: 4, 5 and 6. I like 6 actually, but like 4 I five, like 6 a lot, yeah. Uh but yeah. like that being said, four they aren't floated in a way. Like I I think that's a th- That's a problem of them. And four, especially, has some um, mistakes in design. They thought the shoulder can, or they thought about the arm can, and they didn't sort of think it through. Whereas this arm buster is definitely thought of in every aspect of its design, and it feels very satisfying. I particularly like using, or like, I particularly like fighting the individual enemies and the mini bosses in the stages. I like fighting the mini bosses in stages like the Sphinx. That stuff's really. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, Actually, I think they kind of went a lot on this, like on the, yeah, they kind of have hit all the notes they need to hit, and uh, um, yeah, I totally agree that, um, you know, and also you don't really fight, you don't fight Wily at the end, you you fight uh, the weapon he was trying to get, like, who's like another robot, like, yeah, like uh, he's like a super robot
0: that's going to destroy all life,
1: Sunstar, yeah. And you even get like a little moment where it's like he, you win, and then Mega Man's like, "Oh, you hurt! Uh, I'll get you back to my ma- to, la- to the lab, and Doctor Light can fix you up." And he's like, "Why, why, why do you want to save me? We just we were fighting. I wanted to kill you." It's like, <laughs> actually <laughs> um, quite quite, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's an effective story. I I
0: I do I do like as far as Mega Man stories go, this is. Up there You know what I mean?
1: Sure, sure, yeah You could say that, yeah uh, And this amount of, of variety, you know I thought it was a good piece of variety And like a nice little Yeah, I mean, I nice don't think it's necessarily
0: uh, Anything but variety But that being said It's definitely appreciated yeah. And it's like A pleasant yeah, yeah. little diversion When you go into it, yeah
1: Right, yeah, yeah No, I think, I think, I think in that sense The game has a lot to offer And like Um you know, uh the I think the music's great. I think the Game Boy obviously sound chip is one of the most underappreciated. I really um really enjoy Game Boy music myself and uh, I think the compositions here are are great, like uh Venus has a really hot theme, uh some others as well. Um and uh, the really the biggest biggest thing for me is that the slowdown sometimes is a little too much, like uh um, it the, the slowdown can can get really crazy. <laughs> uh, granted, the original the the console Mega Man's have slowdown, of course. Um, but uh, in in that sense, I w- I wouldn't say it's you know I'm I'm not saying, not not naming the slowdown as something that is like a a thing that uh sort of the the console games have have over this game. But I guess it's, it is a sort of uh, authentic, and again, it should be treated, in my mind, uh, just as a regular like, Mega Man game. One that's overlooked and that more people should play who think they've run out of Mega Man to play. Um, but yeah, I guess just like with those games, the slowdown is rough <laughs> sometimes.
0: I mean, it's just a technical marvel for like having this, this caliber of a Mega Man classic game on Game Boy console you know what i mean like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's there it's 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 a it's a mega man classic game and just thumbs up on that i'm looking through my notes now for the, the uh, gameplay the,
1: the level design is more compact like you can see yeah. that the and that's smart like smartly so like they they finally took the right lessons from the previous ones and actually sort of i think free from the constraints of like making the uh, console bosses or whatever and levels, uh, they actually managed to sort of uh, make it work much better. Where you get like you know where the the sort of sort of uh, like screen size in and level design sort of work in tandem and uh, um, yeah, it it doesn't feel like oof this is just uh, this is sort of uh, you know like um, squished. Together and the, as a result, much more difficult. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, it's it's what I
0: said earlier. There's there's a balance when you play the game between the platforming and the unique enemies. They decided to go for enemies that specifically do unique or creative things instead of a bunch of an a bunch of one type of enemy that just does the same thing over and over again, which is uh, tough. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, yeah. But but having it be a sort of juggling act between platforming in one hand and then enemy design in another and balancing it in the right way to where it never feels unfair. Because that's the real secret is you can't you have to have only so much room on that Game Boy screen and you can't fit everything on there, so it's you know.
1: Yeah. No for sure. Um and yeah, it's just a it's just a full on Mega Man game. Um and you know, interesting. It's also interesting that you know the shop stuff was happening on the Game Boy, and yeah, you definitely can't say that. Um, even though it's a third-party game, you can't say they didn't uh, they give they didn't give it give it their all. And uh, like they worked on some some uh, really you know some major Capcom titles, and uh, kind of a shame they never stepped out of their shadow more aside from these uh, Game Boy games uh, to to make something make their own game or like, you know, get to like or get more opportunities to sort of make a mark um with uh with games of their own. Uh Minakuchi Engineering that is. Um but uh but yeah, uh did, did you have any other notes?
0: Um I mean I I'll say it this way. Um Mhm. I, I I specifically enjoy in Mega Man games either unique or useful for utility purposes, weapons. And in this game, I don't know necessarily about utility, but they are unique. I particularly like the energy stealer. Um, the, yeah, the, yeah. the one where, where you shoot it and then you get a little bit of like health back to you. That one's awesome. Right. I like the... Yeah. There's a bubble lead one from Mega Man 2, but instead of it going down and it chasing, it goes up and chases, which is useful for... Uh, enemies who go up vertically. Um mm-hmm. yeah. uh, just little stuff like that. Um and the break dash for instance, which is almost like the top ability from Mega Man three, um, except instead yeah. of it spinning, you, you move horizontally fast, um as a little dash. Right. Um it's a little clunky because melee attacks in Mega Man this early don't work. But I like <laughs> I like the effort, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, no, that's there's some cool stuff there. Uh, well, how did you fight the last boss?
0: Um I'm trying to remember the d- the d- d- b- 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 I used its weakness, I believe. Uh you're talking uh, about Sunstar, right? Yeah, yeah. Um I I just used uh I just used the arm cannon, I'm pretty sure actually.
1: Oh, okay, okay. How did you do- I think uh I, I think I used the laser. Um because you can get it to like sort of keep get stuck oh on no, yes, and... the
0: laser chases him, that's right
1: yeah, this is it's um, been two weeks since I've played this game, people sure, sure <laughs> <laughs> but um. yeah, yeah, the laser
0: will chase people on screen and then and you use it on some start yet
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, no yeah, uh yeah, it's cool I mean it's cool, you're in space, you know it's uh it's kind of it's different in that sense, um. Uh, and then you know, get a little bit of story there, and like, uh, or like, story throughout, I should say, like little cutscenes and stuff. Uh, I, I think it's really cool, uh, um, and really recommend people to try it. I mean, Mega Man fans should have already played it by now, uh, for sure, but if you haven't, you know, you, you can rectify this mistake, uh, the. Were there any um, more general Mega Man things? Because, I mean, we, we're going to be talking about other Mega Man games in the future, I assume. It's one of our favorite sh- shared favorite series. Uh, um,
0: yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about... Um, just in general, there was... <laughs> I think it's funny that they, the way they utilized um, Proto Man, and this was very much like Eddie in the other games um where Mm -hmm. you just like technically he does one other thing i think he opens up a a portal to a boss or something but like he shows up and gives you like a a power up real quick and um yeah i'm trying to think of other things it reminded me of seven a lot because i i suppose i seven was the first one i played that did the four (laughs) mid-stage and then the other four yeah with the intro and stuff um and and also the (laughs) fact that um Technically, they did that in five and six and the others as well, but like utilizing the... Uh, I, I, have to, I have to say words carefully now um, to not mm-hmm. be wrong. Um, the stages in the last half for those gems, you have to break certain things to enter that little secret area to get the gem. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you need to replay a stage because you can't do them in order. I don't remember which boss was what. I think I wrote it in my notes, but you have to kill. Uh, I think you have to kill. Where was it? No, 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 no. Dang. Um, oh, you, to get Pluto's gem, you need Uranus's uh, weapon, and to get mm-hmm, Uranus's mm-hmm. weapon, you need Pluto's. You get. It. That's what's That's what. Yeah. Going on. Yeah replaying yeah. the stage, and technically I don't want to replay the stages on here because the stages are the difficult part to me the bosses yeah the sure. bosses are like okay and manageable, especially the early, but like the stages are what beat you and what kill you
1: totally yeah, yeah, that's true, and they're tough um but well, like yeah, but really fair for the not for the most part like it's like okay i I know what happens here uh Maybe it's tough. But fair. It's fair. To- like that- yeah. 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 Like I know. I if I fail here, that's my mistake because I know what's happening. Or is. Or often you also kind of see what's happening, right? You just you come into a new screen and you can sort of, um, like on a bunch of them, you can see what's happening. Then you can I don't know climb back, climb the ladder back up or whatever you came from, wherever you came from, and then, um, sort of come back and <laughs> see, like, take another look. Uh. I liked. Like, be prepared. <laughs> I liked uh, yeah. I liked
0: fighting Terra, and I liked the the guts man thing. I think it's one of the lesser powers of the game, but like, but that was a satisfying boss battle for me. I don't know, man. Other than that, I'm just gonna be saying things I liked at this point in time. Sure,
1: sure, sure. Um, no, I mean go ahead.
0: I like uh, my favorite Mega Man killer is Quint. Out, uh, uh, we're we're gonna go ahead <laughs> and say the Quint trivia. Quint is uh, Mega (laughs) Man from the future, so you're killing (sighs)
1: yourself. Oh my god, really? I I never looked that up. Quint is... I mean, Quint is... uh, The Pogo Yeah, Quint is hilarious, yeah. He's He's uh, also
0: probably the worst boss. Just like, he's very easy.
1: Wow, wait, let me see here. Tired of being defeated, Dr. Wily stole an experimental time-traveling machine. To travel into the future and capture Mega Man. The yeah, this is complex
0: more.
1: was peaceful as Wily had reformed and Mega Man no longer needing weapons had been remodeled back into a household robot. Recognizing this chance, Wily manages to convince his future self to abduct the now defenseless Mega Man. The future Mega Man was then reprogrammed and modified into the fighting robot Quint. With Mega Man himself on his side, Wily believed that he could not be defeated. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! wow. <laughs> oh. You learned something, <laughs> what the Paulus. What the fuck? Oh my god! Yeah, I'm glad I said it's, the it's... trivia.
0: Now. I thought you knew that.
1: No, <laughs> I, I I just needed to confirm because I was kind of yeah, incredulous. <laughs> but You're like, there's yeah? no way, right on this. It's not, it's not that. Can, that can't be future Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I was wrong. Uh, future Mega Man. Th-
0: that's all I got, really. Oh, and, and the other thing was this one of the Wily uh, bosses where you shoot the thing and it bounces and it ricochets. It's, it's annoying, but I really like that boss, and that boss is utilized similarly in Mega Man 9. That was the other one.
1: Oh, yeah, who uh, in 9 is it the diamond uh, um, boss? No, I'm talking
0: about, um, you know, in what. It's both. It's both Wileys. There's a Wiley, I think it's the first form of both Wileys. Maybe it's ah, the okay. third floor, form of this one because I think the first form of Wileys him stamping down in this one. But that okay, being yeah. said, mm-hmm. um, it's where you ricochet the little bouncing things, and you have to have the thing blow up on Wileys. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah. That that's what uh, I'm talking about,
0: and they utilize yeah. that in Mega
1: Man. Mode. I have to say, my Wiley, my memory on Wileys stuff in every Mega Man, it's that's, that's always the stuff i remember the the least um like yeah like on any like the like keeping the the wily castles apart and the the um the the wily bosses that's that's always the stuff where i don't know like it's, i have the hardest always, time it's
0: usually the weakest part of the game especially the bulk of these classic games four five and six the wily stages Ooh, boy, because there's two of them. There's like, there's, like, Darkman stages in 5 or, you know, mm-hmm. just yeah. all that crap. Or Mr. X stages in 6 where it ju- they just keep bleeding into each other. Or, like, before that, the Doc Robot stages in Mega Man 3, those yeah. those are, they feel like pad time. You know what I mean? There's no gaining anything. There's no growth. It's just like, okay, if you just did eight Robot Masters and then the Wily stages, you'd feel, no. like, gypped. So we got to add more.
1: <laughs> yeah. Although I will say that the the boss, the final bosses, usually have like the final boss robot or whatever is usually pretty cool, especially the um, the uh, art. Like you know, you, you get the in games right, but then you know they get the the actual art for, for it. Yeah. There's some really cool stuff there. Like uh, it's l- aesthetically up, uh, pleasing. Yeah. Look up Wiley Machine One from. Uh, the first Game Boy one from Doctor Wily's Revenge. Uh, that was pretty pretty dope. Or yeah, even the second uh, the, from the fourth Game Boy game, Wily Robo Iron Golem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Like
1: that. They, they have cool art. Uh, I have to say, I have like, uh, uh,
0: I have the the first Mega Man concept art book. But I don't think it has the Game Boy stuff in it. I think it only has the... Uh, and it didn't even oh. come out when 9 came out. So, like, I had 1 through 8 in Mega Man and Forte.
1: So. Okay. I'll send it to you here in our chat. Like, that's the that's the Wily Machine 1.
0: Oh, wow. And that yeah, looks beautiful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. And that's this is the Wily... Uh, Wily... Robo Iron Golem. <laughs> that looks like...
0: This is gonna sound so nerdy. That looks like Sergis from Mega Man X uh, Two. Um,
1: right. Yeah. yeah I. Could, yeah, yeah. 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 No. I think the art, the arts, is usually pretty cool. And, uh, I mean, one of one of, uh, Wily's emblems is just a skull. So all the robot robots that all his like boss robots that have a skull Are also really cool. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um. Uh, like I Trump's mean, like five. I think. Yeah.
0: Character design in general is one of the main appeals of Mega Man. It's that aesthetic and it's that and it's that especially for the classic it's like an Astro Boy feel to it. Um there's sort of just like a traditional yeah. anime feel that feels very wholesome. And the and the entire tone of classic series is wholesome to where it's like Mega Man will always persevere. And the reason why Quint fails is because he doesn't do what's right and he's also on a pogo stick who killed anything on <laughs> a pogo stick.
1: <laughs> Oh Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah, and Shovel Knight uh, I
0: suppose. So I
1: sure. better watch what I no, say. No, no but but, all, but also the yeah, no for me it's one of the best and like most sound like fun in terms of like fun like structures to a to like a action platformer like this. Like the the you know, just here's eight different like bosses with like very different the- level themes and um, instead of you know, you, you think of like other like platforming games where it's like you have a whole world with one theme or whatever yeah and it's like every stage has a different theme and then you can pick the, the the order completely like it's a free reign over in what like in what order you, you do these things in and stuff like i think it's one of the best just one of the best uh <laughs> um just one of the best ways to structure these uh, uh, game, game and, like and adaptive and
0: difficulty to go on about that, like <clears throat> what you said about that power up, and also mm-hmm. the store. The the reason why the store is a good thing in Mega Man is for adaptive difficulty. Some people play every stage like vanilla with just the mega buster and that's all you need mm-hmm. screw everything else mm-hmm. unless you have to use it other people want different aspects of the game and some people find certain aspects too hard so having something that has weapon energy um where oh, I, I i should have said more about the resources of weapon energy in this one um they don't oh, I, sure they don't carry oh like they carry over, so you need to be smarter about resource management in this one. It, yeah, it plays yeah. like a Wily stage in a normal classic game. I should have said that, sorry. It's
1: important. No, yeah, it's, it's good that you remember that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but um, I, it's so weird to me. There's a couple, like, at the time there were a couple clones, like Power Blade comes to mind for the NES. Where you could pick, like, the what area you wanted to go in first uh, and stuff. Like why is that not a not a more regular thing? Like, um, you know, uh, especially because you know they obviously get so many like clones and stuff of these. Like, make that a you know return to this idea. Like have it be, um, yeah, ha- have, have it be like Mighty
0: like, ha- Number Nine.
1: <laughs> oh God! Okay, I'd have everything back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, that's sorry. Well, I'm very like you'll sorry. see a
0: lot of the clones in the indie sphere try to do it off Mega Man X, and I mean, I like Mega Man X probably more so than you do. But that being said, I think aesthetically it's a mistake most of the time. I think I think the half seriousness thrown into it, or the melodrama, I should say, yeah. thrown into it, doesn't really work for in, for most of those indie games. Um, it sort of leaves it without much of an identity, unless it's you know doing something else to it. Um, I think yeah. I think in doing it inspired by a classic or something feels much better. But...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. And yeah, you're you're right, Mega Man X is a mistake. <laughs> this... <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> Next time on Daydreamcast we will talk about Mega Man X and how Pavlos is wrong, Mega Man X is a good game. I, I can't <laughs> promise about any of the yeah, X no. games after that, but X1's good.
1: Yeah, no, X is a good game. I I'm I'm mostly joking. Um, mostly, just just not yeah. Mostly yeah. no. My main problems are <laughs> the aesthetic for sure, but yeah. uh, but well yeah. the PlayStation
0: uh, ones. I guess we're going to general Mega Man talk now. The PlayStation ones look kind of bad, and that's sad because PlayStation sprite work can be really impressive, and mm-hmm. and I don't think it's that impressive on you know on the the X games. I I just don't like like yeah, yeah. X six looks ugly. X six looks <laughs> really ugly.
1: Uh, but that's maybe for another time. Maybe you should pick one of these one of these X games at some point.
0: Um well I mean we would also talk about Sonic C D and complaining about that. But let's ah. let's get into those debates on whether or not a game is good another time. How about instead for next time we do something we both like but is sort of controversial, I would say.
1: Um yeah I think I think uh, it's either people don't know about this game or the people that do know like it uh, because because it's just a likable game but um I, you know I don't think anyone's kidding themselves that it's flawed <laughs> but uh, yeah we'll, we'll talk about uh, next time we'll talk about Knuckles Chaotix which is a game that I personally also yeah just personally really really like <laughs> but um <laughs> it's you know it's various re- reasons for that, but it's kind of a it's kind of a Pablo's game, let's say. I've I've championed it humorously uh, for many years, and uh, just to
0: preview something, I'm very curious. Where do you rank it in Sonic games?
1: Oh, I, I don't know. I, it's it's a separate ranking with only it. it <laughs> it's another
0: it. level. It's like Earthworm Jim four to the Intellivision
1: Yeah. Listen. If Chaotix, if Knuckles Chaotix Two, comes out on the Intellivision Amico, I will buy an Amico. Okay, it I will, it buy
0: will buy be it. worth the two hundred and fifty dollar <laughs> price tag plus the fifty for Knuckles Chaotix Two.
1: Yeah. Until next time. And if you're a, if you're an Intellivision fan, one of the the crazies, then please send us angry fan mail. I want to hear from
0: all dozen of you. I do seriously. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Big fans of. Uh, Fox what is what is it called Uh, Finnegan Fox (laughs) I want to hear from the Finnegan Fox fans out there (laughs) alright thanks for listening and glad to have you back Brogan glad Uh, to be back yeah see you next time and stay fresh everyone stay frosty